Episode 2 of the Hawk Huddle Podcast is proudly brought to you by our club sponsors at Parkland Mazda. Welcome to episode two of the Hawk Huddle for season 21-22. Of course, it is me again, Matthew Robson, joined by Bradley Dixon. Bradley, how are you today? Good fog, how are you going? Uh, very well, very well. Cricket's back. How did you enjoy your first weekend? Just as a quick summary. Yeah, cricket's back. Rain's back. Round one, covers back on, off. Bit annoying, but that's no, not too bad. Good to be back. Obviously, a year off, but no, good. Good fun. No covers at Fletcher Park. For the ones and the threes yeah. over at Fletcher, so that was pretty good to get a whole game in. Uh, we'll get into the cricket in just a second, but we'll introduce our guest for today's episode: Gosnell's Hawk Baggy Blue Number Two One Three Vab Kangalka. How are you today, Vab? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, mate. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. And for anyone who looked at the Instagram story over the last couple of days, we had a vote up there. Should Vab's Bromance of the club, Ronan DeRusso joined Vab on the podcast, and there was an overwhelming yes. So joining us as well with Vab is Ronan DeRusso. Ronan, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, boys. Good to be on. Awesome. So uh, today's episode, we have Dicko bringing in his first ever quiz. We got Dicko's first crack back again. We've got a couple of really good Instagram story questions for you two in particular. But first, we'll go with a review for the grades. And I'm really excited for this because for the first time ever, we have one person from each grade. So we'll jump straight into it and go to the first grade. So round one against Perth, just completed, all one-day gains. And first grade, unfortunately, fell to a loss at Fletcher. Perth batting first, making 290. And Gosnell's batting second, mustering up just 122 in the chase. Uh, I'll go to you, Vab, first of all. What was your emotions like? How are you feeling on this, uh, Saturday morning? Um, well, it was great to receive the batting back in blue, but I was very nervous at the start. I was excited, but probably more nervous than excited. Yeah, coming up against um, well-known bowlers and whatnot, and the batsmen, and batsmen. So... I mean, the first game of the season wasn't probably wasn't an ideal start to the season. It was um, I mean, I feel I feel like we were competitive in some parts of the game throughout the game, but early on when we bowled seventeen overs for maybe fifty runs, yeah, we might have not taken a wicket, but that just shows even through the power play we were shifting pretty well, and we probably started our batting innings off pretty well as well. I think our run rate was up there, not bad, but. I think there's the scoreboard pressure that they put on us probably um, caused us to collapse a little bit, making some rash decisions and whatnot. Which is um, we can work on that through the season. We can work on that, but we'll see how we go next next round. So just before Dicko gets into a bit of uh, what happened on the day, can I ask one question of you? Is it true that you watched multiple videos of Liam Guthrie's bowling to prepare yourself? to face him from Thursday to Saturday and you were feeling a bit nervous after watching those videos than before. That is very true. The night before the game, I think I was up maybe two hours watching Liam Guthrie highlights and uh, especially the one at Wacker against Wanneroo where he took maybe five or like seven overs or something. It's ridiculous. That's actually the one thing I told you not to do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we went for a hit. I went for a hit with Ronan on Friday and um, we were sitting outside the... Um, Indoor center, I was going, and I was just staring at the distance. He goes, You're right, mate. And I go, I'm just picturing Liam Gosling just bumping me at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, we walked into the nets and I just I was literally batting maybe three, four meters out of my face, just trying to get my reaction to come up. <laughs> um so probably the two biggest positives to take out of the game were the batting efforts of Anthony Colliver and Michael Dawson, both registering scores in the thirties. Michael obviously a bit quicker than a runner ball, hitting a couple of big sixes as he does. And Collie really playing again to anchoring in his face a lot of balls. But uh, to you, Brad, uh, when you looked at the side, there were only three players on that side older than 21. Yeah, for sure. Like um, like you said, we had three blokes who were older than 21, which is um, a pretty damning stat. Uh, but that just shows <clears throat> the, the place we're at at the club at the moment. Um, obviously, time and experience will make the younger blokes better and the older guys that are couple of blokes are just over 21, so it's not like they're um, well over 21. But the last time we had three debutants in a game um, was round one last year, which is when we had Cam, uh, Clay and Hayden, um, and Nick actually, so we had four um, round one last year against South Perth. Um, obviously three debutants this week, uh, as in round one, and that was Fab who's sitting beside me, um, Connor Canelli and Kyle Richardson, who have all had pretty pretty good pre-seasons, um, but yeah, bit of a reality check for the three blokes who made the debuts, um, but I guess there's, there's no other way to learn really, is there, chasing leather around for 50 overs and then and then losing losing all 10 wickets in less than 40, it's not not great, but... You learn from it. Correct, exactly. And yeah. of those uh, more than three debutants we had round one last year, uh, one of them had already played first grade in Hayden Cogley in Midland, and Nick Farmer played the top grade at in the uh, W Wastica competition, so pretty high level. So before that, the last time we had three debutants who hadn't played any sort of level of cricket like that was round six, 2019, which is almost three years ago now. Uh, Michael Dawson, Akil, and Kurt Badok all played round, uh, first grade that round against Melbourne. So a lot of learning blocks for the ones, but not, again, like you said, not an ideal start, but they'll bounce back a lot better from that. On to the second grade, and there was a pretty competitive game here against Perth. There was a lot of rain disruption that came off for a bit before Perth resumed their innings, but Perth batted first and made 145 from their 34 reduced overs. And in the reply, the Gosnells were only able to muster up uh, 5 118. So they were in the chase, but just a little bit behind for most of the way. Uh, Ronan, how did you find the rain-interrupted game you had out here at Sutherland's? Um, yeah, so obviously round one, everyone's keen to go on um, Saturday morning. Obviously, with the there was plenty of rain around on Friday, so it was a bit up in the air whether it would actually get on or not. But I'm sure everyone would have prepped as usual leading up to a game. Um, we yeah, a few bikes had to come down pretty early on Friday on Saturday morning to um, just to get the covers off so that we get the roller on them. Um, and yeah, they were they were good to go. So. I think once we realised we were playing, everyone was pretty up and about and ready to go. Um, bit of a green top, so it's definitely a good toss to win, which fortunately we did. Um, so yeah, we were we were straight into bowl. Um, again, just like the ones, we um, we didn't take early wickets, but I feel like we were, in terms of the run rate, we were probably ahead of the game a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, Ichi and I bowled pretty well up front, I thought, created a few chances, and then, um, we had young Mitch Reedy come on on his two's debut. Um, started off a bit shaky, but credit him, he came back and ended up taking three for twenty out of six or seven overs. So that was that was really good. Um, uh, who else did we have? Then the ra- the rain kind of stopped though. 
after that, you, you bowled at that yeah, 40, so 30 overs, 31 or something? So we had them probably three for 80 or so, and yeah. then they ticked along a little bit, and then about 30 overs, the rain did hit. Um, and then again, we knew we'd be off for quite a while. So I guess in a way that we, they kind of set us back a little bit. We're like, oh, whether, whether we play again, whether we don't. But either way, we, we ended up coming back out having to bowl 16 balls, I believe. It's not a lot. It's not a lot, no. So, so you, um, after that, you'd be batting. Yeah. You're getting ready. Mentally, you're thinking you're about to bat. Exactly. But um, I feel like when we did come out and there were 16 balls, everyone knew they had to be switched on from ball one. Um, from memory, I think they probably only made about... 15 runs, so that was really pleasing. Um, and then, yeah, we had a, a score of 140 to chase. Um, started a bit slow in the run chase, um, but credit to Doggy and um, Payne, they, they kind of got through the tough stage, but yeah, the chase just couldn't really get going. We left ourselves a little bit too much to do at the end, which is a shame, but plenty of positives to take out, and yeah, on to next week. Yeah, so Klaus with 42 not out, Payne with 32, and Curtis making 21. So a couple of good contributions there in the chase. The biggest thing that I saw from the twos in this game was that between five blokes, there was seven games experience. That being Caleb, Manny Singh and Mitch Rita all playing their first game of twos. And Klaus and Luke Goodman both just playing their second. So someone like you, who's only 20 years of age, 19 years of age, not sure exactly, but... uh you became one of the more experienced heads in the bowling attack. You probably played a little bit more twos cricket than Hendo as well, so all of a sudden you're the most experienced bloke in that attack, aside yeah. from Jez, the captain. Yeah, no, that was that was a good sign. Um, I feel like, personally, I kind of... Like, it was good like feeling like you're a leader in the side, especially even though I'm only probably in my third season of seniors cricket. It was good to kind of feel like you're a little bit of a leader in the side. Um, along with Itchy as well. Um, yeah, it's a good experience, I guess. Over to you, Dico, for a second, because you, we'll get to the fours in a bit, but obviously you were there, so yeah. rain delays can be quite frustrating. Yeah, I was, yeah, so just looking at the twos, we, we obviously were chasing in 34 overs. It's not ideal conditions for um, the top order of that two side, really. Um, if you look at the top three, um, Caleb, Daniel Payne, Klaus Lotter, they're, they're built for two net cricket. Correct, they're not very quick scoring batsmen. Um, not naturally anyway. So um, if you actually look at it from a perspective, we still got 16 overs to go, um, five down in front of an 18, very, very nice platform to... If it's not a one-day game, you probably want to get less off as well. Correct, but like in, in, even 50 overs, you've got 16 overs still to bat. That's a, that's a pretty good platform. Class is in and set at 42, and um, you can let the big hitters, Luke Goodman, Jazz, Ronan, come in around him. And, uh, <laughs> I can't believe it's a good call there. But yeah, no, it was good. No. Uh, but yeah, it was difficult. Obviously, covers on, covers off. We were sitting around together as a twos and fours group, and, and we were getting told that we were getting reevaluated at 2.30, and their umpire would come say, we'd reevaluate at 3.30, and it was just a bit of a uh, mess around. But um, obviously, with rain around, not ideal. But no, it was good. Good to see them taking wickets. Good to see Mitchie Reader taking wickets. I think he was on a hat trick at one stage. It was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, good. Good to see. Very encouraging. I think the fact that they were so competitive in a game against a very experienced, well-oiled side. Uh, yeah, they put a fight up. I think so. It's very encouraging to see. I think that's the group. Like I said in our first podcast, that is probably going to pull out the most results this year. Uh, should mention that across ones and twos, we don't know where exactly they're going to fit in, but we do have two players coming back this week in Brenton Williams and Clay Stone. So that'll make, if they both go on the first side, it'll make them stronger. If one of them goes into twos and one's in the ones, 
either all players are going to come up and down, so it's going to make it strong. Yeah. Those to come back in, so positive signs. Yeah, for sure. It adds more experience around our ones and twos, which is which is pretty good. Uh, onto the lower grade, so back over to Fletcher, the threes, in a very similar story to the twos, but without the rain affecting us, we fell short in a run chase where uh, winning the toss and bowling first probably didn't go the way we expected, but we recovered really well. So Perth batted first there and made eight for 251 from their overs. In the chase, we could only bring up nine for 214, so falling... 30 or 40 on runs short there, but a lot of positive signs from the threes, considering there were four or five blokes that were making their third grade debut as well and senior debuts for the club. Yeah, for sure. Um, just want to quickly mention yourself. Five for 39, first game of the year, Green Seamer. Um, brand new Dark Duke. Hyfe told me on Thursday when he got the Duke, he said, yep, yeah, Fob's going to take weirds. <laughs> and yes, he did. So congratulations to yourself, Hyfe. Um, and then Chris, my brother, two for 50, but... Kind of bit put on the back foot early um, with the bowling and then trying yeah. to catch up from there is not ideal. Yeah, so we bowled, uh, I think, 13 front foot no balls as a team and we all know how much the two blokes across from us yeah. in particular love bowling <laughs> uh, big front foot no balls at training. But uh, in the end, it's not, it's not really a joke. They got away. They didn't bowl any themselves, I don't no, think, I on the weekend. They bowled one. But uh, yeah, in the threes, it was a bit of a shock, especially most of them came early yeah. and like, they're worse than wides because the extra ball, three runs, and the free, and a couple of them got set the journey. But you know, we rebounded really well from that because they were going at tens and over for the first seven or eight overs because of that. But uh, yeah, we brought the game back really well. Our spinners, uh, Elijah Thomas Horan making his debut, and Nick Roberts, yeah, not quite a spinner, but may as well like, like the way he rolls. <laughs> yeah, brought the game back really well. Between them, they probably went at less than run a ball yeah. in the middle part after Perth had got a quick start. And then myself and Chris, really the death dragged back really well. Chris making his senior debut as well for the club. Was a little bit expensive, but unlucky. Yeah. Got a lot of ed edges. Obviously, he swings the ball a lot with that angle as well down into the right-hander. A couple of edges unlucky. But in the chase, I felt like we performed well as well. Ryan James Buckley with 50. Uh, first 50 for a while. So good on him to find a bit of form with the bat. Uh, Elijah Penner and Cavs both scored 25. Obviously, Elijah opening the batting. A little reserve, you know, trying to get us off to a good start. Cavs came in with Hyfe and really sort of got the innings going, hit a couple of big sixes and really brought the innings along. And special mention to Tommy Horan as well, hiding himself down at number eight in the order for his first game for the club because they weren't sure what he was too much like with the stick. But uh, he hit the ball very hard and made a run of ball 23, which if we're closer, we're not chasing that much. And, you know, I start a little bit better with the ball. He's in and gets us home because he's going to run a ball. I guess, it's safe. I guess it's good to know you've got you've got like that firepower down the bottom as well. Absolutely, like being first game of the year, it's a good good opportunity to kind of expose those blokes. Yeah. So yeah, and so. that's the thing we learnt, It's a it's a very good loss to have, I think, because we learnt so much in the threes about our team and who can do what. Because Hyfe didn't know a whole lot about. Obviously, we know he's busy with work and his family. He didn't. He wasn't down at every training preseason. Didn't know a whole lot about everyone in the team. So. Really good learning experience for him and the group together. Yeah, I think um, Ed, your experienced players stood up pretty well, I thought. Yeah, yeah exactly. Myself, yeah. Nick, Hyfe, Cavs, all men, Panettes, all men yeah. in there. Serious tickets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but no, you are. You can are. only do what I can do. But um, <laughs> like we said, again, back to the first podcast, my thing for the threes was the runs. Yeah. And that question, although we didn't win, I feel like it was partly answered because 
in a team effort, there was contribution from most of the top seven, eight, and a lot of them that went in with Hyfe, built around Hyfe, and there were partnerships. There weren't clumps of wickets falling. Maybe one or two would fall, and then there'd be a partnership, two or three. Then the next two would fall, partnership. So we built well, and the bowling was a great team effort as well to bring Perth back from the start. That's the best thing you can do as a bowling group. I know, like Babs said, probably went the other way for the ones. They started well and fell away. We sort of had a poor start and really dragged it back. So a really good effort from our team. And, you know, there's not much more to say than the extras cost you. Everyone knows it. It's basic cricket. You know, keep the ball inside the wide lines, get your foot behind the line. And I think third grade actually win that game if they can do that a bit better. But really encouraging signs for us down in the threes. And also shout out to Navi. Brilliant catch point. Very yeah, good. Naveen, rocking up a little bit late, as he says, <laughs> a bit of a miscalculation of time. Doesn't get a whole lot of the warm-up in, but second over of the game, once you get spooned to a point, a bit of a double juggle, and Naveen hauls it in. Great to have Naveen back at the club. He just makes me happy. Always smiling, always happy. Yeah, good person to be around that. Yeah, very lovely character. And yes, yeah, so that's pretty much all there is to do with the three, so I'll leave the fours onto you, Bradley. Your side, so, first game is captain. Yeah, it was... It was an interesting game. We were rain affected like the twos. Um, so we batted, would have been, we got sent in, um, lost the toss. Well, I didn't lose the toss. They won it. Just want to put that, make that clear. Um, so they won the toss, sent us in. Um, and we got off to a reasonable start, lost a couple of two early wickets. Um, not ideal, but Brighton um, and Christian came together, um, put, a, put a partnership on. We got called off for rain. Uh, would have been maybe. 10, 11 overs in. Um, again, with the twos, we didn't know when we'd be going back on, um, what, what we'd be setting. Um, the umpires were floating around the idea of Duckworth Lewis, um, but they didn't know how to calculate it. We didn't know how to calculate <laughs> it. It was a bit, of, a bit all up in the air. Um, got back out there, had to bat another 13 overs, I think. Um, and again, Brighton and Nago started again, pretty much. Um, a bit more positives, though, obviously after the break. And then once... Those two, well, once Aggo got out, um, we kind of forced, forced their hand a little bit, um, trying to be too aggressive. Um, but Bryden was there pra- practically till the end. I think second last ball, he got bowled on 49. Trying to, trying to whack it over Cow Corner, but... Um, At least he's doing the team thing. Yeah, true, very true. Um, but yeah, so we set 120, I think 122 to win, something like that, very similar. Um, then came out with a ball, uh, brand new Duke, swinging around. Uh, Chief and myself opened. Um, took a couple of early wickets. Yeah, Chief. Good to have Chief. Yeah, Jared Wyeth, bit of an old boy. Played first grade for many, many years. Yeah, yeah. So we bowled uh, a couple of early wickets, but again, same with the threes. Uh, probably bowled, we bowled 30 wides, I think. So they scored maybe 80 runs off the bat um, in 27 overs, which is really good if you look at it that way. Um, but the 30 wides, obviously not great. Um, so yeah, and then we were behind the overrate as well. <laughs> they just compiled up, um, and they gave penalty runs and they got up over the line, Perth, uh, at the end of the day. But it was good effort. We set out to defend the 122 and we did, barring the penalty runs, um, and barring the extras. We have our extras for sure. We win that game. But yeah, no, positive signs. Ago got 41, took two for, took a screamer. He got horizontal. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was a good catch. He'll be sore for the next four weeks yeah. after that. <laughs> Mark Coggle's on a hat-trick. Nice. Um, nice. He also took a run out. Took a run out. Took a run out. Oh, took one of the stumps? No, he threw it. So oh, he made right. it? Made the run out? Yeah, made it. Right. Right. He got a run out. Yeah. 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 So that was good. Good signs. Um, Jakey Passmore behind behind the stumps of the gloves. 
really good, really clean, so no good. good so play. a bit of a similar story to the threes, extras yeah. hurt you a little bit, but the bowling group was up for most of the day, wasn't it? Yeah, no, for sure. And you mentioned as well uh, earlier during the week to me that having someone like Tim Horan there, Yep. As your first game as captain, just very good to have an experienced head, you know, always staying up, always believing you can win the game. Yeah, Tim and, and Aggo and Chief as well, and Dean was there as well, just around um, to help out where it was needed, so it was good. Good fun. It's pretty impressive, so. though, from Mastino, having two hits in two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coming out hitting 40. It's no different to Bryden, really. He, he's been very limited in his training, so yeah, he's him to come out and hit 40 as well. Yeah. yeah. So the lesson that the kids should take from this, or not take from this, is don't <laughs> train these guys. <laughs> We don't, we don't advise that, no. No, absolutely not. Get you working when you can. Uh, on to the next two weeks. Uh, so in the next podcast that we have in a couple of weeks, uh, we've got Mount Lawley to come this week. Ones and, two, ones and threes back at home. Twos and fours up at Breckler. Yep. And then the reverse the next week against Subiaco. So twos and fours get to come back home again and we make the trip out to Florian. Uh, what are you looking for this week out of the teams? Obviously, reducing the wides, I guess, and yeah, just building on what you've done. Correct, yeah. And just, um, we kind of talked about it tonight at, field, at our fielding training, just being a bit more intense in the field um, and, and wanting the ball to come to us. Um, so, yeah, probably that as well as the wides and the extras. Um, maybe also being a bit more positive early on with the bat, um, using the power play to our advantage, uh, maybe attacking there. Um, but, yeah, it's a fine line, isn't it? Yes, but we can learn and, like you said, it's an experience we need to work on. Yeah. Now, moving on, before we get into some Instagram story questions for Ronan and Vav that the Gotham's community has put out there for you, I'll just have a quick chat to you about how you feel your round one performances <coughs> went. So, for, went, sorry. So, firstly, Vav, uh, only bowled the four overs, probably going to side more as a bat, and then you, you made 13 off 24. So, how do you feel about your game? Um, I feel like my bowling didn't start too well. I think I got... Um, Bit nervous, obviously playing the first game and whatnot. But I think I slowly got into it, started getting into it, which is um yeah, and then they started changing started changing it up because we needed wickets and they brought on kill and kinda guaranteed the kill pretty bowl, bowl pretty well. I think he only went for thirty nine or ten overs pretty good. No wonder. And um kinda was pre- probably a bit unlucky. Yeah, bowling to John Wells and yeah, pretty good batsman. Um batting wise, um I felt like I was a bit comp- felt pretty good, I felt. Um yeah, I, not an ideal way to get off the mark, you know, but <laughs> How did you get off the mark? Um well went to play at it, then left it, then came up the middle of the bat and went through slits for four. So I think six drives, so yeah. Pop server shot. Yeah, pop special shot. And then um yeah, just um get spinners. I think I was too worried about the pace balls, I forgot about spinners. And um yeah, I was trying to just, once a long one, just try and get a single and just play to the drift. Just didn't drift, grip and turn, just miss, just it, yeah. So, you know, a bit to work on, but yeah. positive, a bit, just a bit nerves, you know, yeah. cobwebs you blew out, obviously. And over to you, Ronan, uh, number 28 from your six and a run out as well in the field, but you only got to bat for one that out, so didn't get to bat a lot, but how do you feel you went with the ball? Um, yeah, so I obviously made a few changes in my bowling throughout the winter, so personally, I feel like I've maybe picked up a few Ks. Um, so it was good to actually bowl in the game and see how it goes. Um, I yeah, I was pretty happy with how it went. I um in my first over there was there was a there was a missed opportunity. Um Luke Jury's played a bit of first grade cricket. He um not salty at all. 
Yeah, edge through between probably Jazz at first sip and Klaus and at keeping. Um, I think Klaus just got a bit wrong footed, so it's probably knee high. Ended up going for four, but. What time was it on the front box so everyone can go watch it? Oh, probably maybe 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he knows you hit that. Um, yeah, but other than that, it was pretty good. Um, I think I only bowled one wide. No, no ball, so yeah, that was a good sign. You're in the rarity there. Yeah, I only no, one. Not only because um, Rexy's been on to me for like the whole pre-season about buying no balls, and then he pulled me up last training session on Thursday. We fixed it up. I thought oh, a bit nervous about this last training session. I'm changing my run up, but no, it ended up working out well. So you mentioned there. Uh, the biggest difference in your preseason, the benefit of your game, is that. Is there any other differences that either of you have seen with this preseason under stars that have benefited your game? I think um, the fact that we have multiple pace bowlers for different type of pace bowlers, because there's swing bowlers and there's quick bowlers, like, which has probably helped with the action and run ups and you know a bit of rhythm and everything, which is pretty. It's been pretty good. Like I think I've seen a lot of like Mitch Rader, for example, coming up from 17s and just um just take. They're taking them under, under their arms. Really, it's just playing really well at the moment. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mitchie's changed his action. Is that that? That's more the coaches like um, Rexy. He's he's more of your take wickets, hit the deck kind of bowler, and then Colin Leopold, your swing bowler. Um, I I agree. Um, so the indoor centre, you blokes are well known for bowling. So for those that don't know, the indoor centre's got a little foam bit where the crease is, um, just like a bit of a soft landing spot. Yeah, so and, for help bowls ankles. Yeah, and they, these two blokes may or may not, well, they do, they land on the hard stuff in front of the pads. Look, so oh, they're really, like I think that's a little bit of an exaggeration. No, no, okay. <laughs> It's not long enough for a run, so what we just tell the batsman is just take the stumps back and meet up. <laughs> then it works for everyone. It works for everyone. Though. True, true. So would you, would you two um, consider yourself the two, two of the club's biggest bromance? Um, or do you think there's other contenders? Well, there are a I couple. Think, yeah, so funny you say that because the two blokes are actually sitting with us right now, which I'm not really a big fan of because the kill keeps making me laugh. But um, other than Babanar, I think... Akil Wahid and Michael Dawson are probably out there a little bit. You've got Kyle Richardson and Klaus Lotter. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, you've got any they're gym buddies, aren't they? Michael and Kim. And Cam. And Cam. Cam joins the three-wheel. They're in the three-wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Who else is there? There's um, some space. Large, large and Nick. Large and Nick. Large yeah. Nick. Yeah. Itchy and Stoney. They fly under the radar a bit. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. It's just under the last two years... Uh, especially back when Ryan and Liam Duffy were at the club, you two rose to notoriety that, you know, no one compared to you two. Yeah, I think we're pretty inseparable, aren't we? Yeah. But if yeah. a, a Lenny Lennison, Lenny Lennison and Carl Carlson. Yeah, from the Simpsons. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> sure. Lenny and Carl from the Simpsons, for those of you who don't know. Yeah. Literally. We copied you two. Duff as well, always. Yeah. Especially the dice rolls. <laughs> yeah, together. It was always you two. Yeah. It always is you two. I'm surprised yeah. it should be as well. No. <laughs> we should, um, we'll head into our Instagram story. So, obviously, um, Matt puts up um, some Instagram posts. Um, people miss um, quite regularly Michael Dawson. Um, get get, get <laughs> your questions in next complained, time. Please. Complained and absolutely verbally abused me today yeah. because 
he, he didn't, didn't see it himself. <laughs> I don't know how it's my problem if I put it up and he's a set. A couple of questions. First one's from Nick Roberts. We're going to leave these just to you two. Uh, Nando's or KFC? Oh, Nando's. Not oh, a doubt in my mind. Nando's. Not a doubt in my mind. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, another question from Nick Roberts. Uh, Rumour has it Vab has already forgotten his lower grade roots after leaving Fletcher Park early on Saturday. True or false? That is false because I stayed there and watched the whole game. I watched the whole game. Now that so how, 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 how did Fobo get out? I'm pretty sure that you did not. I was there. You walked out. And <laughs> how did I get out? Huh? How did I get out? How did Fob get out? Did you get bold? Oh, he was yeah, there. but how bold? He must bold? have been there. He must uh, have been there. What happened? Um, he topped it on, right? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, we thought you left early. All the threes who packed up, put your kid over. Yeah, I brought my kid over and I sat there next to um Danny, sitting there next to Danny. Oh, next we thought you put a kid over. Left. No, 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 no. Oh, so we never did. False accusation. This one's for Roden from Fab across. Who else saw it? Who would be in a fight, Bradley Dixon or Chris Dixon? Oh well, I think I think Brad Dixon's got the size on Chris, but I know Chris has been gymming. Lately, so if he goes nine rounds, I'm losing. Oh, yeah, if he goes one round, you win. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so yeah, Chris has got the stamina. Dico's just got the power, I reckon. So did you not beat up your brother? Yeah, we, we had we had a bit of yeah. a story, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, That's no, it. Just in, did. in front of an empty stadium. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going. I'm going, Brad. There, sorry, Chris. Oh, lucky power over stamina. Yeah, uh, Vab. How do you, from Liam Duffy, this is by the way. Oh, old man. How do you handle Salty's outbursts via his keyboard during the footy season? <laughs> Salty, of course, being oh. Roman. Mate, it is the biggest. Oh, it's very annoying, I'll tell you why. It's very annoying. But you put him on a leash, you just, you know, it really is. It really is very easily. You mean a, you mean a fishing line? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a leash? Obviously. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'll do yeah. <laughs> so, do you do that, do you do that on purpose to fish, or is that your genuine belief when you start those? Very well, umpire well, opposition. It's very, it's, it's very ironic that Liam Duffield has said that because he's nine times out of ten, and I hope he's listening. Nine times out of ten, he's actually the one that tags me and stuff, and then I react. I don't normally react before he mentions me or something. So I, I reckon Liam's got himself to blame. There. Who's that? Um, West Coast umpire that you always have a go at? Dean Muggett. Dean Muggett. Good time now, um, Liam. If you are listening. Well done, you've just caught Ronan again. Good <laughs> and sinker um, with that question. But yeah, you, you are a big candidate for um, if there's a hook on a line on Facebook, you'd take it. No bait. Yeah, I guess I can't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a question here from Akil, Akil Wahid. Um, have either of you considered bowling with your front foot behind the line in the nets? Obviously, he faces you quite a bit. Look, he mustn't take the stumps back. Like, I've, I've said it once, and I'll say it again. You take the stumps back, I'm not changing anything. <laughs> you can do it in the middle though? No, no, then I'll take obviously. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Can't do much there. Do you right. trade who you I do. I keep the same run up, but I just trade it back a little bit. Fair enough. And another question from Akil. He wants to know who's the best rig at the club. Oh, you know what? I would don't, have, don't go the obvious one. I would have said Steve Montgomery when he was yeah, up well, here. Yeah. yeah but, right. and that's what I was when Luke was bulking. Yeah. But now he's just been through a 16 month week cut and he's looking shredded. <laughs> Lukey G. He's looking shredded <laughs> and huge. What a man. Right. Who's your biggest rig? Oh, I think the biggest rig's probably Luke, but I reckon the best rig has to be a kill. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so you just host him about five minutes ago yeah. for making you laugh sitting in the same room as us, but yeah. now you're just all over it? Oh, no, 
Um, moving on to the next set of Instagram questions. Clary Bilston must be getting very lonely by himself down in Butterton. <laughs> not by himself, obviously. He's, he's in Bunbury. Bunbury, not Bunbury, sorry. Because he sends in about 13 questions a week on the Instagram, and I can only pick the best ones because we don't want the show to run for too long. So I've just got a quick Clary's Corner here, five quick questions from him for both of you. Uh, first of all, how many mirror selfies on average do you think Vab takes in a gym session? Well, I get when when I'm asleep, I wake up to a, a gym selfie at like 1am that he takes. <laughs> that, that's probably six nights out of seven, so there's your answer. That's a bit cute, isn't it, waking up to a gym selfie? From yeah, it's when you're oh, one little story and one especially for him. Oh, oh <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Someone who attended the pre-season powerhouse Ronan. How did you rate Vab's efforts in this area? You, were you at the power? I was not there. Yeah, I think it's funny you say that because, yeah, Vab was a no show, so. No, I was doing my own. Oh, oh, oh doing my own thing. Taking selfies. No, Vulcan then. Still Vulcan season. I think the powerhouse is very good. I enjoyed it. It was. It was very, very good. Qu- question for the both of you um, Who's your favourite Australian cricketer from the 90s? Do you know any Steve Moore. Oh, fair play. From the 90s. Ro will pick out some real nuffy you like. Common them up. Yeah. <laughs> From the 90s. That's thousands. Um, Bowls or bats? From, oh. That's really tough. You never watch the highlights, the teams, the same videos? I'd like to say Alan Board, but he was more 80s, wasn't he? Yeah, he was early yeah, 90s. Yeah, early 90s, mid 80s maybe. Oh, probably. Probably Mark Waugh. Yeah, do you Actually, Very, very underrated bat, I reckon. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I'd like to change mine. I'd say JL. Yeah, he started the 90s. So only, only because he gave me the kill, throw it under the bottom shape when we were in your right. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> no. You, do uh, you have one from the 90s? Bernie. Bernie? Yeah, Bernie. <laughs> Dave Bernie. Yeah. yeah. How about yourself? Tubby. Mark Tubby Taylor. Yeah, fair enough. You're an opening bowler in Battle 11 and your favourite bloke from the 90s is a stodgy opening batsman. Oh, yeah. So it's like his coach in the Fujitsu ads. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Um, Vavin thoughts on Michael Clark's 329 not out against India. Should everyone go non-stick it like Clarkie did over those two days until someone picks us up like Spartan did with him? Well, it, was, it was definitely... Um, I remember watching it, actually. Um... It was, yeah, pretty amazing innings. Um, probably the first time I'd ever seen something like that in a time that I'd, I was following cricket. So, yeah, I guess it was, it was pretty impressive. But in terms of the sticker question... Yeah, I, I reckon they should stay non-stickered now. Stay non-stickered. Didn't do much works. for him after. Obviously it was. <laughs> 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 Just played a legend of Australian cricket. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wowee. Um, final question. Who is the biggest dad at the GCC? Hyfe or Collie? Well, it has to be Hyfe. It has to be Hyfe. Hyfe's the one with actually the kids. Mm, yeah, but I get that, but Collie, I feel like... Collie's got more yeah. of a dad bod. In the last three minutes, we were Spain, a former Australian test captain and the club captain. Heard <laughs> <laughs> <Better> here first. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> dad bod. Over the guy that has two kids himself. <laughs> no, I've still got a nice rig, I'd say. He's got a pretty good foot for a dad. Why ain't it to be hard? Because I don't play with Colin, so I don't know what he's like. Yeah. Hard captain's like a dad. <laughs> oh, and now we're spraying third grade captains too. <laughs> <laughs>
Just run them all. All right, so thank you to Clary for those five. Uh, the Instagram questions are a big hit, I think. I think the guests in loving them. People love sending them in when they realise that the stories are up. But, uh, yeah, so thank you, boys, for answering that. No worries. Uh, moving on, I'll let Dicko introduce this segment because this is a brand-new segment straight from him. Yeah, so um, it's just a quiz, pretty much. Um, it's got here Dicko's big quiz. Just, just a couple of questions to ask your general sport knowledge and a couple of crew questions in there. Um, we'll go Ronan and Vab versus Fob. Um, oh, so they're going to lose, Do you want to meet together or do you want to yeah, go against each other? Yeah, I'll go against each other. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. We're going against each other. So there is... I'm going to lose. Five questions and then a who am I at the end? Is it name is Buzzer? Uh, yeah, yeah. So oh, name is Buzzer. Oh, okay. Uh, question number one. Pretty, pretty easy question, by the way. It, it gets harder. Uh, who won the 2020 Melbourne Cup? Ronan. Yeah. I actually don't know. Oh. <laughs> is that the horse race? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I haven't watched Is it oh, Twilight something? No. It is. It's Twilight something. It's Twilight something. Twilight. Midnight. <laughs> no. Twilight was right. It's just Twilight something. Uh, number? Five, four... Three, two... Magic? Twilight Magic. No. Twilight Payment. This is a payment. Oh, <laughs> that's right. You're kidding. This is zero, zero, kidding. zero. <laughs> um, okay. Test cricket. Who holds the highest partnership for any wicket? Matthew. Go on. Um, Jai Wardner and Sangakara. Yeah. That's very true. And any chance you know how much they scored? It was over 500, wasn't it? Yes. 532. No. Two. 624. 624. Yeah. I knew it was those two because yeah. one of my Australian friends from school always reminded me. Fair enough. Oh, we get caught nothing. One to fob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who did Peter Siddle dismiss in his hat trick on his birthday? Ronan. Yeah. He dismissed Alistair Cook. Yep. Matt Pryor. Yep. And Stuart Raw. There you go. Bang. One all. Lovely. In last year's T20 qualifying final for Prems, which Hawk top scored for the GCC? That. Okay, Toby? Matt. Wait, what, what final was it? Sorry? Wait, Colts or. Prems? Oh, Prems. Wait, which final? Sorry? Qualifying final. Qualifying final, so the one we lost. Yeah. Uh, Danny Smedley. Correct. Yeah, it was. Oh, see, I thought it was Colts. <laughs> uh, this one's not for Vab, however, if you used to get it wrong, Vab gets two points. Okay. Spell Vab's full name. Oh. <laughs> All right, so first name and full I'll name, be last name. First name and last name, as it says on my cricket. If you All don't right. get this right, I'll be very disappointed. V-A-I-B-H-A-V. Correct. Space. Yep. K-H-A-G-O-A. No. Fake friends, eh? Same first name. V-A-I-B-H-A-V. Yep. Space. Yep. K. H A N G A O N K E R. I do the selection post on Facebook. I have to spell it right. So that's two to you, three to you. You got some Three to five, one to Ronan. Good thing is the Who Am I is worth five points, so you can still win that. Born, Who Am I? Born in New Zealand. You can buzz in at any time, by the way. Played cricket as a kid, 
Stopped playing as a junior due to arthritis. Took up umpiring at an early age. Right. Yeah. Billy Bowden. Oh, he knew it. <gasps> what a nuffy! Yeah, yeah. What a nuffy! That's what I was going to say, Gareth Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say, Gareth. Yeah, because of the bent finger. How can you not know that? Yeah, right on. Yeah. You didn't say bent finger, did you? I said arthritis. Which is because oh. of yeah. oh. Is that why you did it? Yeah. I just thought he was being unique. Yeah. No. no. Literally way. because of his arthritis, can't do it. Oh, Ronan wins the first quiz. Oh. Unlucky fob. Oh. Oh. Can we keep behind? That's right. Oh. That's all right. Oh. I got more questions. Oh. Right. Sorry, All good. Um, so we'll, that? we'll move, we'll move on. Yeah, that's good. It's good. Um, Vab and Ro, do you have any bold predictions for us for the upcoming season? Upcoming season? I'd say... Kate Povey will hit his first first grade time in the next seven rounds. So before Christmas? Yep. Okay. He's got like it. Shout out to Cade. He's been wanting a shout out on the podcast, so. <laughs> Wanted a shout out when I asked him to be on it. He was very. Yeah, very hesitant to go on it. But no, shout out to Cade. Ro? Um, I've got two. I reckon um, Klaus will. Make his one debut this year, and I think you'll hit fifty on debut. And I think um, yourself, Brad, will take thirty plus wickets in fours this year. Say less. Bit of a flex there from you there. Say less. I will. I'll do it for a row. It's a very bold one, there. I like it. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap up today's episode, we have one final segment to go through, and it is Dicko's first crack. So, Bradley, what is your first crack for this week? Uh, so my first crack this week. Uh, well, last crack. We didn't change it to, but. Um, last podcast for all our loyal listeners I asked Fobbo for his predictions for the AFL Grand Final and Brownlow medalist and man did not get one wrong <laughs> got every single one of them right so my first crack is if you want any tips go to Fobbo because man knows I and he also took five on the weekend so congratulations thank you on that. I had my wisdom teeth out a couple of weeks ago and I ended up looking like Holly Wines after the Brownlow a bit of a square head but <laughs> they, they took your wisdom teeth out but your wisdom stayed yeah, it did. Oh, it did. Yeah. It really did. I was actually pretty chuffed with those predictions. As soon as both of them happened, I was yeah. like, when are you get this podcast out? But yeah, so thank you for that. No, congrats, Fob. You got to reward you when you do well, don't we? Absolutely. Uh, that pretty much does us for this edition of the Hawk Huddle podcast. I'd like to extend a big thank you to Vab Kangauka and Ronan DeGrusser for joining us today. Thanks, Fob. Thanks, Fob. Hopefully, we can see some more good performances from you boys throughout the year and we'll see you taking plenty of wickets and scoring many runs for the boys and getting them over the line and a couple of wins to my co-host Bradley Dixon good luck captaining the fours over the next two weeks again yeah, hopefully you can get some more wins yeah that'd be good on the board and of course thank you to our loyal listeners out there fans of the GCC for tuning in again we hope to have you back next time for episode three after we've played Matt Lawley and Subiaco. So until then, thank you for listening.